You Can't Sit With Me, hosted by Deanna Espear. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the You Can't Sit With Me podcast. As you guys may already know, one of my favorite... Can't talk anymore. One of the favorite reality shows that I've watched throughout lockdown was Too Hot to Handle. And I've already had David from the show on the podcast. But today, I have Madison Wyborny. Did I say it right? Yeah. I fuck up everyone's names on the show. It's my signature move. Um, Hi. Hey, thanks for having me on. Thanks for coming on. I feel like, okay, we've already bonded. We've gone through the technical difficulties. You know, the ice has been broken. We're all good. Good to go. Good to go. Good to go. How has lockdown been in LA? Tell us a little bit. How are you not losing your mind? How do you still look like you have fresh skin? I need all the details. (laughs) Okay. So lockdown's been pretty crazy. I, for the first like two to three months, I was pretty strict about staying inside, but like I've started to lose my mind. Literally I travel so much and like, I'm such a always on the go person. So it's been really hard, but recently I've been like keeping myself busy. I've been working again. So things have been pretty good. So yeah, I'm still seeing my friends and stuff, but just not going to parties and stuff like that. How's dating been like, cause I literally was obviously quarantined slash deported to Geneva. So have not really been dating until like this whole week, thanks to Rosie here in the background. Um, literally. She literally <laughs> hauled me to all her friends. It was really interesting. She's pimping me out. No, literally. <laughs> she was like, let's take you to dinner with like a couple of my friends. Take your pick. <laughs> literally. I wish I had friends like that. None of my friends are setting me up with cute guys. Because you're 21. Everyone's a fucking bitch when they're 21. Just wait till you're 30. You'll find real friends. I know. So how, how have you been? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, heard that. <laughs> that, and that's the tea. That's it. You know, I feel that. Um, dating, honestly, I I don't remember the last time I went on a date. I haven't spoken to a guy in a month. Like, my my phone is dry. Like, everything's as dry as the Sahara Desert out here. Is the so bikini waxed or is it, like, really bushy? It's lasered, so we're good. <laughs> <laughs> we're always good. <laughs> not waxed, not shaved, lasered. That's it. That's all you need to know. <laughs> talking to some of my friends and they were literally like my bush is on a whole like people didn't realize their vaginas could get that bushy. Yeah, no. Like I yeah, that's it. I don't even know what to say. You took care of that before, yeah. I can't yeah, I can't deal with razor burn. It's not something that I can handle, so that's what yeah. I do. Yeah. Free promo at Laser Away. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> laser Away is good. No, you know, I'm not yeah. really hairy, so I barely have, like, why am I going into vagina hairs? Yeah. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I I always do this thing on the podcast before we get into, like, the actual questions. I'm putting you on the spot a little bit. Do a little segment mm-hmm. called Tip of the Week. So I cool. want you to share with everyone, like, an app, a beauty product, like, something that's drastically improved your day-to-day life. I never told anybody that because I'm such a good friend. So my tip of the week is the Magic Stripes Deep Detox Tightening Mask. And so usually I'm very good about my tip of the week because I do a lot of skincare segments. And for the first time in the history of this podcast, I'm actually going to talk about something that I haven't tried yet because I didn't have anything to talk about. And Rosie, my friend, who's we're having a little girls night together, brought me this and it looks really good. And Rosie would never buy something that wasn't good because she's very picky with her shopping. So I'm going to, you know, take a risk and recommend it before trying it and just take my friend's word for it. There you go. There you go. 
Okay, I thought of one. Um, so I'm really dry all the time because I'm from Florida. So living in California, my skin just like as dry is as so fucked up. Yeah, it's so literally as dry as my phone, straight up. Um, and I just tried. It, I think it's Tatcha, the dewy skin moisturizer. It's like a really thick moisturizer, and it actually works really well. Like I only apply it like once a day, maybe twice max, and I'm good. With like other thin moisturizers, I feel like I have to apply them three to four times a day because I'm so dry. So Tatcha's an amazing um, Japanese brand. It's really high end. It's really good. Yeah. So do you go and yeah. buy it yourself, or do you get given it by brands who send you shit for Instagram? Uh, yeah, I got it in a package actually through, I think it was Ipsy. Ipsy's yeah. Good. Yeah. They're good. So yeah. Really good. But I guess that's my tip of the week. <laughs> I love that. I love a skincare tip. Those are my favorite kinds of tips. You know, I have people on the show sometimes who are like, my tip of the week is like meditation. I'm like, fuck you. Who actually meditates? <laughs> like, does it work for anyone? Right. Uh, see, that's another thing I've been like trying to learn how to meditate, but I feel like my mind is always running 10,000 miles a minute. I, it's like so hard for me to meditate. Well, you know, they say like, for example, I'm not going to stop preaching about meditation because if there's someone in this world who is incapable of meditating, it's me. But um, yeah, legit, I feel that. Yeah. But I was told that if you um, do color books, which I hate, so I found like a new little hobby. Actually, that might be my tip of the week. So I've started this new thing called wiring. So you buy like metal wire and you can like write names with it. And it's like very therapeutic. Like you kind of like bend the wire mm. to write names. And it's kind of an activity that just takes your mind off of things. But it's not a color, like a basic bitch color book that is just so boring. It's like a bit more of a challenge. Right. But that's kind what of do you do with me. the wires though? So you bend them and you like write yeah. names or you make like little shapes. Write whatever hearts, whatever. But what do you, do you just keep them for fun? See, I, I'm not. Or do you yeah. unbend them and remake them into <laughs> other things? You're asking me a question. That's actually a really good question. Um, yeah. no, I, I just make them. And then I was like, you know, a little kindergarten kid. I gave one to my mom and I was like, that's your name. It looks like shit, but there you go. And then the rest yeah. of them, I just like keep them in a box um maybe one day they'll be worth a lot of money who knows yeah fuck yeah fuck yeah but I love that you asked me that question you know I love it when guests actually talk to me I was I was editing this interview today and I was like I literally feel like I'm throwing questions at this person and it makes me sound so basic but when your guest is no literally it's not like a conversation it's like okay it's like going on a date with a guy that has no substance and you're just like you don't know what to talk about and you're just uncomfortable so you just keep asking him like a fuck ton of questions and he doesn't ask you any back and it's just weird. You know what I'm talking about? The, yeah, the questions that you don't actually want the answer to but you're like, I need you to give me like, something. Mm, what's I your bounce. favorite animal? Like, uh, like shit like that. <laughs> Are your I'm chakras like, I aligned? I don't know. Are your chakras aligned? Like, what's, what's the vibe? No, I feel you. <laughs> um, I feel that. Speaking of dates, um, yeah, what do you do when like the guy gives you nothing? Because I've put, I, I've told this to my friends before. I've been on a couple of dates where I was like, I need to call this. I've got to bounce uh, like half a drink in, and I'm just like, I, I got to go. Would you do that, or would you like keep trying? Um, I would feel like too embarrassed to just leave in the middle of the date. Like I'd probably just stick it out. But to be honest, I don't go on a lot of dates anyway, so I've never, I don't think, experienced a really bad date. To be honest, I've been lucky, but. I feel like most of the guys that I kind of date are like friendships that turn into something, at least with most of my experiences. I just think that people are not really dateable in LA. I say that oh, all the time on the podcast. You can fucking forget it. Yeah. Don't even try. Give up. Doesn't matter. Does it bug you when they make you split the bill? Uh, I mean, I... Uh, I'm not going to apologize yes. for my standards. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it does. I don't want to be that bitch, but it's like... 
it's all about principle at the end of the day. Like, I just like to know that like a guy is trying and putting an effort. And if there's no effort, then cause it's not about like having money or not having money. You could not have money and it's fine. But if you're making the effort to, you know, be a gentleman, that's what I think it's about. So yeah, that would be frustrating. We're on the same vibes, which is why now that I've been in London, you know, pimped out to all of Rosie's friends and seeing how English people treat me. I've been like so excited. Like this is so Oh yeah. Cool. You, Europe is just a whole nother level with men. Like they're just a lot more respectful. They, yeah, and, but they still suck. They still suck because yeah. they suck. But at least the suck, European ones are At least they're gentlemen. Yeah, at least they're gentlemen. That's all that Like matters. at least if you're going to fuck me over, at least pay for my dinner. <laughs> Shit. I know. Like these these American guys will like fuck your best friend and be like, oh, can we split the bill? Like, um, no thanks. Like shit. Like I can't. They have some fucking nerve out here. That's why I don't date it anymore. I've kind of given up. I just don't care. But you're 21. How does one give up at 21? I'm 31. I'm 10 years older than you. Correction. I just turned 22. 22. Okay, sorry. I know. I'm, I'm getting old. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I've lived a lot of lives. I'm just like the end of the day, I am young. Now is probably not the time to be seriously dating anyways. I wouldn't mind having a serious boyfriend because I've never had a very serious, serious relationship. But then again, it, I think it would hold me back from the things that I am trying to do. So yeah, what are you trying to I don't do? know. A lot of things. So obviously I did the reality show, which really wasn't in my, my plan, I guess. Too hot but, to handle guys just in case, but yeah, carry on. Yeah. So I did too hot to handle that was not in my plan at all. I've been living in LA for about three years on and off, um, like back and forth from Florida. Um, I've been modeling since I was 15. So that's something I've always been doing. That's not like a long-term goal. It's kind of just what I know. So, but being in modeling has really like, I guess taught me like what I'm actually passionate about. Um, so I like to do creative directing. I'm a stylist and I want to get seriously into acting. So I just started doing acting school this year. So Amazing. Just a few little different creative things that I'm trying to do. I can see from your Instagram alone that you're very creative because when you said on the show that you were a model, I was like, oh, another LA breezy, breezy. Another Instagram. bitch. Yeah, another bitch. That, yeah. like says she's a model. It just has like a fuck ton of Instagram followers. With like a fucking ass. cup of coffee in her hand and like a little flowery dress. Legit. Yeah, I'm like, <gasps> no, thank you. Okay, yeah, no, legit. thank you. But then I look at your Instagram and I feel like you really, you know, I hate someone that puts effort. I put a lot of effort in my Instagram, but on my Instagram, but it's like for with a purpose. I feel like with you, it's very artsy and it almost looks like you're, you could do like digital art in a way. Yeah, for sure. And that's kind of what I try to do. I don't really just do it for Instagram, but like I use Instagram as my platform because, well, reality TV. That's something I never planned on doing, but I use that so that it would bring people to my Instagram page to see what I actually do and what I'm actually passionate about. Because if you watch the show, you probably think I'm just some basic bitch that has an Instagram account. Like you wouldn't think anything, you know, you wouldn't really have an opinion. So oh my gosh. That's let's get into that. Because when I watched yeah. you on the show, I was like, who is this bitch? She is so rude. Like, yeah. Oh my gosh. She shit. No, I'm right there with you. I agree. If I was a viewer watching it, I would think this bitch is shallow. She doesn't give a fuck about anyone here. I couldn't agree with you more, to be honest. Yeah. And that's what I thought of you. And then actually, kind of the reason why I'm heavy on the podcast, um, my friend, well, no, actually I read in the news that you had actually dated Harry. Right. Right. And then, <laughs> yeah. 
So then when I heard that, I went on your Instagram profile and I looked at your stories and I was like, that is literally a different person. Person. Like, no, yeah, you're right. Different And person. that's why reality TV is just so deceiving. You know, people watch a reality TV show and even myself before going on one, I would watch it and I would believe what I'm seeing because it's just easy to, it makes sense. Um, but why do you think you came across that way? Because, well, you know, I was really upset about it when the show first came out. And then when I really, I talked to one of my producer friends and he was like, you have to remember that the producers have a job. They have characters. They, they found, they went to the real world and they found people that they thought could fit the mold of the characters they needed. So what they needed from me is they needed me to come in and fuck shit up. They needed me to come and stir the pot. I was a drop in. That was my purpose. But I told the producers, like, look, I'm, I'm pretty reserved when it comes to my private life. You know, I'm, I'm not one to start drama. And, but they thought that I could have been easily manipulated to do what they needed me to do. Because they think I'm like some hot IG model, whatever the fuck they thought. Obviously, they didn't cast the right person for the character they needed, unfortunately. Like, I don't think that, you know, maybe if they would have had me in at the beginning, it would have been a different story and I would have been painted in a different light. So I went into the show with a super positive outlook. I was like, I think that this is amazing that like, this is more than what meets the surface. Like you actually have to connect with people on a deeper level. I was all for that, but you guys don't see any of that. Yeah. Like any of my positive things, like even when I went into the show, um, my opening line was, um, I'm here for one thing and one thing only. And I said to get this bread, they changed it to men. You know, it's very fucked. They twisted a lot they of edited my words, the whole thing. Yeah. They did the whole thing. And if you really rewatch it, you can notice that there's like some people talking and then it, it pauses and then it goes to a different line. Yeah. Like they mash up everyone's words. So yeah. And then when I left, they were like, what did you learn from the retreat? And I said, um, nothing. I, no, that's not what I actually said though. I said really? that love is a, yeah. I said, um, love is about, isn't about possession. It's about appreciation. That's what I said. They cut it out and put, I don't know when they asked me another question about someone, something else. Yeah. So they really fucked me and I haven't really elaborated on that publicly because it's just, it's just like, you know, whatever. Like, it's like, am you I don't need dwell to make it? like a press release. Like it's not worth, it's not that effort. serious. It's not yeah. that worth it. And I don't want people thinking like, Oh my God, it's just, you know, it's, uh, it's like, whatever it's done. It's over with what's done is done. Yeah. So, and I want people to notice me for who I actually am. And I think the people that follow me will get that vibe if they really watch my shit. I mean, if I had seen this on TV, I think you would have been like the lead. Popping. Yeah. Literally. Right. Literally. And that's why I thought I was going to do well on the show because I thought that if I was my real genuine self, that people would fuck with it. But obviously that's not what they wanted for my character. And because I didn't, they were trying to get me to hook up with people there. And I was like, I'm really not into anyone here. And that's, you know, not what I'm trying to do. And they kicked me off because I didn't do what they needed. So did, did you think Corey was hot? No, neither did I. Who do you think was that? Well, obviously you thought Harry is the hottest one because you dated him after. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we were just friends at the time. Yeah. And I respect people, respect people's relationships. So I would never yeah. do anything to come in between that. So yeah, yeah. Did you I was really close with Lydia and everyone else, but they didn't really show any of those relationships. So, right. Right. Did you think yeah. anyone was kind of like a real asshole, like in real life? Cause I'm sure that what they, sh well, obviously now I know that what they what showed you us see. Not yeah. Um, honestly, yeah, there's, there's a few people that 
I, I, well, I'm cool with everyone. I'm cordial with everyone, but there's a few people that definitely play the character that I figured out after the show wasn't really them. Right. Which is disappointing because there's some people that I really liked and I thought were really good people. And then I saw their true colors. So, yeah, but not towards me, just in general, you just see how people move when they're not being recorded, I guess. I guess. So, so you yeah. know, you seem like you're kind of like whatever about this and that it just kind of happens. So how does that happen when you get casted for like a Netflix reality show? Were you like with an agency that just said you should go on this or did someone find Funny. you on Instagram? Yeah. So one of the produ- producers reached out to me on Instagram and I didn't reply to it. I only had like 26K at the time. And then um, I got an email from the same lady I was like, maybe this is real. And so I think that's when I replied to her on Instagram or maybe I replied to her email or something. And I was like, yeah, let's set up a Skype call. And it was super simple. Like I had like two, three Skype calls and that was, I like knew I had it. So they literally just told you you're going to be on a show. There's going to be hot people and we just want you to have fun. That's all I knew. Like they said that we can't give you details because it's a new show. We've never filmed one. Like there's a reason for it, but it's going on a major network because I actually backed out of it. I was like, I'm not going to do this. Like, it's not what I want to be my brand. Like, it's too risky. And then when they said it's going to either be on, like, HBO or Netflix or what's the other one, Hulu, I was like, is it going to be on one of those three? And they were like, yeah. So I knew, I was, like, almost positive it was going to be on Netflix. So I was like, fuck. Like, I'd be an idiot to not do it. Right. So are you more bitter about how they portrayed you or more, like, grateful for what it's brought to you, to your life? And, like... Oh, that's a good question. Um, you know, without, without negatives, there can't be positive. So that's kind of how I've been looking at it. And that's why, you know, when the show first came out, I was super bitter about how I was portrayed because I knew that wasn't me. So it was upsetting for sure. But at the end of the day, none of the people that view me really matter except for who's close to me. And the people that know that reality TV isn't real and that actually take the time to look into who I am and do the research – those are the people that matter. So you just can't let it get to your heart, I guess. And you know who you are at the end of the day. And that's all that matters. So I guess I'm more grateful for it. Like, definitely, there was a lot of negative. But at the end of the day, there's a reason that I was given this opportunity. And it's about how I utilize it to my advantage. That's so that's so mature of you. I can't believe those words are coming out your mouth. If I were you, (laughs) <laughs> Even at 25, I'm like, fuck you and trash the network. But I, I, right. I, I, I understand why you're upset because, you know, my job is to interview reality TV personalities. So whenever I see something, I usually see right through it, especially when it's like networks that I'm really familiar with, like Bravo and stuff. And I really believed what I saw of you. I was like, wow, this really, really does not give a fuck. Yeah. I, yeah. I, it was so believable. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. And like, I'm the first yeah. one to admit it. Like I've, I've been fooled by Netflix. So yeah. You know. But imagine putting yourself in my shoes. I like, would be really fuck fucking upset. I would have been really. Yeah. Upset. Yeah, exactly. But then what do you do about it? You can't change it. So I know I would I would have taken been... them down. I think I would have like hired someone to take them down. But I think maybe you're a model and you've kind I, I feel like you're kind of more cynical towards like all criticism you you don't care anymore I feel like when you've been modeling for so long you probably just don't give a shit what people say whereas I was not equipped with those tools so I would have really wanted right. to take them down no you're right like ever since I was 15 I've been told I've been like negatively told about like the way I look and I've just been taken down forever you know I've always yeah. had people that have torn me down so it's nothing I'm not used to and nothing I can't handle and I don't think I would have been given this opportunity if I wasn't able to take the heat 
how has the DM situation evolved? Because, you know, I'm, no, but I know it's such a cheesy question, but, you know, I get the foot fetish guy, you know, I get the little crazy fangirl who wants to be my right. best friend. What else is there? What other stereotype is there? Tons of fangirls. I'm here for it, though. Yeah, yeah. They're cute. I like them. They're the best. The girls are good. They're like your friends. You'll, you, you'll make exactly. friends on Instagram. But then d- have you had the foot fetish guy? Oh, I always get weird shit like that. I get emails like, hi, baby, trying to be your sugar daddy. Send me feet pics, like stuff like that all the time. Amazing. The sugar, the sugar daddy ones are like the best ones. It's so get, funny. Have you gotten dick pics? I've gotten some of them. Really traumatizing. <sighs> Honestly, I don't think I got a few I think when the show first came out over DM but like I whenever it says like in your request and it says like it's blurred out and you have to press it I usually don't click on it because I'm like what is this oh see I was not graced with that feature when I got those so I'm very oh god yeah that's a that's a good new feature of it (laughs) I love it okay so let's get down to business you're probably not going to answer that question but I'm going to have to ask you um you're friends with Francesca now (laughs) yes She's a homie. She's a homie. You guys have bonded over having dated the same person and over how shitty he is. Why is he shitty? Correct. Um, Yeah. Without giving the details, Um, I just want to know personality traits because, you know, now I'm hearing all these podcasts about him where he's like, I'm such an emotional guy. Like, I've been so hurt and I don't really buy it. And I didn't think anyone was going to actually give me the info. But my gut feeling is telling me that it's all fake and I actually really want to know yeah I mean I always say this I don't really like to talk about others publicly unless it's a positive thing so if you can take anything from that uh, um you know what I have to say is a positive um he said some very hurtful things about me that weren't true so um yeah there's just what did he say about you that wasn't true um Oh God! What did he say about you? Let's set the record straight. If it wasn't true, I mean, I've said my pieces in my interviews that I've done about like what actually happened with us. Um, that you guys can read, but basically, just that um, we just hooked up a few times, and I'm I'm really private about my private life, and I really only, you know, I don't really date around. Let's put it that way. Um, when I'm seeing someone, I'm seeing them only, and that's that. So. Yeah for him to go into so for him to make it sound like it was casual when like i'm just some hoe he's hooking up with was just very disrespectful um and it really hurt me like actually hurt me because if anyone that knows me and even the guys i've dated in the past can vouch for that so it's just it was a whole nother level of like public disrespect and you know i just that's that so but he's apologized to me i will say that for lying in those interviews um so, you know, it, it's whatever, it's all done and it's all over with. And I don't want to have beef with him. I want to be cordial, but it's hard to be cordial when I think someone has done you so dirty, but I'm the bigger person. Like if I was to see him in public, I'd be like, Hey, what's up? You know? Yeah. But, um, I don't like having beef with people. So he's apologized to me for, for lying in podcasts because he did a really big podcast and this was a while ago. Yeah. Cause our drama happened like a couple weeks after the show came out. Um, so yeah, I was never planning on publicly coming out about our relationship at all. But then, you know, some things got leaked here and there and it came to a point where I had to address it because it just got to that point. So yeah, yeah. Uh, hopefully was- I never have to be in the media with anything else like that again, but it kind of sucked. But I'm not trying to make you look bad. I'm ju- I just think if some 
um, lies have been told, you may as well just get the record, set the record straight now. No, no, I agree with you. It's just such a weird thing. And I'm still trying to understand how to address topics like this. Cause this is also something I've never dealt with. Yeah. Like I've never had my private life in the media before. So it's kind of weird. It's like, how do I address things? And I'm still learning, you know? I think you've done this beautifully. I've been interviewing celebrities. I've been impressed for like five years, I think now. Yeah. You've done this really well. Because you didn't deflect. You. You're like, I'll still give you something. You, you yeah, I'll also still give you it. something, but I don't, yeah. don't want to go on here and bash someone. You know, there's always two sides to every story and everyone's going to believe the side that they want to believe. And that's that. And that's okay. Yeah. But all I know is what I experienced and what I went through. Um, and so I just, you know, have shared my story so that maybe other girls can resonate with me and I can help uplift other women so that they know that they're not alone. Um, but yeah, in terms of like Francesca and Harry's relationship, I, I'm not a part of that. So I don't know what they went through. That's separate from me and him. You know, at the end of the day, Francesca is a friend now, but you know, I know what each of them have told me and that's it. You know, I was, I wasn't there. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, she pissed off with you when you started dating him. Like, cause you were you friends from the show, her, you and so her. I don't think she, we weren't a lot of posts. Well, I said this in my interview, me and Harry were not seriously dating. We were seeing each other and we had made, we had had the talk that I'm only seeing you and you are only seeing me. And that is that. And if you are seeing anyone else, we won't, I'm, he was like, if you are seeing anyone else, I'm not going to be able to do this because I don't want to get hurt. So that's when we made the agreement that we are only seeing each other. So if you want to consider that dating, then yes, we were dating. But it wasn't like a serious, you were my boyfriend, you were my girlfriend thing. I mean, dating and bo- this is a thing in America. People say dating is not Talking. boyfriend and girlfriend, but it's the same fucking same thing. thing. Right. It's all this technical, weird bullshit, like whatever you want to call it. I was under the understanding that both of us were not seeing anyone else because we had had that talk and that was that. So Francesca, I don't even think knew we were together because obviously no one was allowed. We weren't allowed to post anything because of the show. They weren't even allowed to post when they were dating. So, um, yeah, she didn't know, I don't think, until my article or until someone leaked something and then I had to come out with my article. It was like the same day as the reunion. Was she pissed? So, um, I don't know. I think that she was more pissed with Harry because Harry lied to her. Um, and said that he had hooked up with me or something. Yeah. So I think she was, I don't think she was upset with me. Um, but then we, um, a YouTube comment, I think she had commented on one of her YouTubes and said like everything that Madison said was true. Like she backed me up and I, I hadn't even talked to her and a fan account sent me that. And so I reached out to her. I said, Hey, I don't know if this is real because I couldn't find the comment. But because it, it was a screenshot and I said, I don't know if, it, if this is real or not, but if it is like, thank you for being a real one and like having my back because I feel like it's so quick for girls are a lot of times so quick to just hate the other girl without yeah. really knowing what was the root of the problem. And then she was like, honestly, I thought about reaching out to you so many times. And then that night we just like talked for hours and ever since we've been good and we put a lot of the puzzle pieces together that didn't make sense in both of our relationships and it all added up. I love that because, you know, I said, you said, you know, I said I was fooled by Netflix when I saw you as like the, the, the bitchy, unbothered girl. Um, <laughs> I actually bought um, Harry and Francesca. I bought the whole thing. And I think mostly because she was actually probably the real one and she had genuine feelings. I don't know how much right. I thought, I, I, maybe I did buy into like the whole Harry thing. I don't know, maybe because his face looks like he's five years old. I don't know what it is, right. but um I, I bought into the whole thing. So 
I think it's because she was like, she told the truth. I, I believe her. I actually liked her the whole way through. Even when she went yeah. on that other date um, with this other guy who was the accountant. Can't remember the name now. It was a while back. Kels. Kels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was like, yeah, this this girl is like, she knows how to make good TV, but I knew that nothing was going to happen with this guy because she was, she, she, she seems cool. I thought she seemed cool. Yeah. 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 No, she's cool. I like her. She I think she cool. has good intentions, honestly. I, I think so too. We've covered the juice. I want to know, like, are you on dating apps? No, I'm not. Have you ever? No. Same. <laughs> you know what? Once I did do this um, in Bali, uh, my friend Noel, she was like, get on Tinder here and connect your Instagram account. You'll get a ton of followers. And so I did that for like a week, but like I didn't talk to anyone um, other than a photographer actually had found me on Tinder and he messaged me and said, hey, I saw you on Tinder, but like, I'm not trying to go on a date with you, but like, would you want to shoot? <laughs> And so we did a photo shoot in Hong Kong and it turned out sick. Who you? Tinder is the real social media. It's not Instagram right? anymore. That's the only time I've used it though, which I used it for a week and it ended up benefiting me. So it's funny. Oh but yeah, no, I didn't use it today. I used it for like Instagram just to get people more traction to my page. What is the most desp thirsty thing you've ever done for an Instagram post? I have I have a few stories in case you've you felt shitty telling me. <laughs> desperate thing I've done for an Instagram post what do you mean like something that I posted yeah like I don't know for example what what have I done that was really thirsty Rosie I need your help what's a really I mean I've posted thing? a few ass shots but like not too many I think I did a TikTok dance during quarantine that was really fucking thirsty like I actually took the time to learn the stupid dance <laughs> that was right, the right, right. lowest point in life I've done little like thirst trap videos like in my bikini walking around and dumb shit like that but no but like, i love a thirst crazy. trap video i love them i know you gotta get video. the hoes mad i yeah. know because the video is not really edited so like a thirst trap video is actually the real deal it's not like a photo real deal because you can't edit it you can't edit it i mean that's a real thirsty one for me back in the day before i discovered um lightroom presets i actually right. used to face you the fuck but like when i say i look like a wax <laughs> figure like, I didn't realize it looked so fake. And, and now I look back and I've still had yeah. those pictures. And I'm like, what was I thinking? I feel that. I'll find pictures of myself from, like, when I was, like, 15 or 16 when, like, Facetune and Airbrush, like, first became a thing. And, like, my walls are bending and shit. I'm like, I'm so glad I'm not Beyonce because literally I've been Thank God. now. But, like, I could give a fuck. If someone, like, calls me out for something in the past of a wall bending, like, woohoo, we all Facetune, we get it. But, like... That's why I still post videos sometimes because so you can see what I actually look like. So, you know. The bitch is angry. Do you find that like your girlfriends, like girls in LA are a bit jealous because you're like a super hot model? Um, I mean, I didn't pop off until quarantine and I'm still not that popping off. You know what I mean? Like You are. I don't know. I, there's tons of beautiful girls in LA. I feel like I'm not really shit on them, honestly. Like, I, I'm not, like, taking all these girls' jobs. Like, I model, but, like, I really am not booking any more work than any of the other popping girls, you know? Like, I feel like guys, for example, don't really care about pretty girls in L.A. anymore because there's so many. They literally There's so many. Fuck. Yeah, yes. like, they're, like, I'm just like every other blonde bitch out here. Like, it's not that serious, I guess. I don't know. I think I have, being on the show has really taught me you know, who are my real friends versus who is just coming around because I'm starting to do well. So I'm noticing that also um, with friends here, with hometown friends. Um, but it's always the ones that you knew were the real ones that are like still down for the count, that are the ones here when you're going through the shits. 
So I think that you just have to remember that and recognize who are your real friends after all of this. You literally sound like a 30-year-old. I can't cope with you. If I had thought like you at so 21, funny. I would probably be like a millionaire by now. Um, oh. <laughs> I wish. I'm still not a millionaire. No, but you will. Like, trust me. People who think like you probably will end up millionaire with like a, a sugar daddy on top of that. So I don't know what to tell you. Fuck. <laughs> I have too much dignity, I think. But I wish I didn't. <laughs> what were you going to say? I was like, I'd be driving. I'd be driving a convertible now. If I didn't I have dignity, I could have. I could have had that life. I know, right? But hey, you got to be able to sleep at night. Exactly. It's so much more powerful when you're just like, you know, everything you have is because you built that shit. I know. Like, I don't know. There's, there's nothing more like powerful. And like, I guess that feeds your ego more knowing that you've worked to where you've gone. That's what I think feeds your ego more than a really hot guy texting you but that really helps sometimes you know that's helped me in the last couple weeks um (laughs) what was I gonna say um do you have any like sneak peek of anything you're working on anything you can share with us or anything you'd like to promote before you wrap this up I don't know I guess obviously it's quarantine quarantine. so like it's weird yeah yeah I mean I just started a YouTube channel that's maybe I'll do more vlogs I'm trying to I'm just haven't been that great at what's the channel tell us we'll put it, it in the description it's just madison wyburny i think that's how okay. that works right just my name yeah yeah um but yeah i i'm i'm gonna try to start posting more vlogs but i want to work seriously more on videography and short films and acting and stuff like that just you know not being creative just through photographs so can you tell everyone where they can find you say share your socials all the things Okay, cool. Cool. Yeah, you guys can find me on Instagram at Madison Wyborny. My TikTok, I'm like barely ever on there, but it's Madison.Wyborny. My Twitter, I never use, but that's Madison Wyborny. And then what else? Anything else? I mean, YouTube, just Madison Wyborny. Watch the Instagram stories, my friends. You need to go watch them. I know. I need to chill. I'm doing too much. I love them. Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, of course. No worries. Thank you so much for listening to the You Can't Say With Me podcast. Just a quick reminder, rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. It is the most helpful and supportive thing you can do for this show. Also, if you would like to engage in the conversation yourself, you're welcome to request to join the secret Facebook group. It's called You Can't Sit With Me. Don't forget to look for it. But all really annoying and thirsty plugs aside, hope you enjoy this episode.